0: Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and I'm a debut author. Today, I want us to talk about why it's so important that we start our novels off with conflict. All right, I've got us a quote from Stephen King that we should think about. He said, I try to create sympathy for my characters, then turn the monsters loose. Have you ever watched a horror movie, and you are just waiting forever? Forever? In a day for it to pick up the pace. I experienced this just last night with a film that we chose to watch on my birthday, no less. An hour in, I had to convince my husband. We had to cut it off. I, it, and it wasn't that it was low budget. That doesn't bother me because I, I like the stories in a lot of these low budget movies. But it was just a bunch of mess. And it just wasn't going anywhere. And I was thinking... I've just wasted an hour of my life on this trash. So we cut it off. And we found another one that was really worth watching. And even though it might have started off a tad bit slow, I got hooked in wanting to see this character change. There was conflict right at the beginning. You could just feel the emotional, like, Hook with this child well it made me think about um, how some of my novels that I've been trying to read recently just drag from the very beginning with too much description or just way too much blah then I started being reflective this morning on the teenage population um, that I teach Because you guys know I have 19 years of uh, teaching experience and I've went through a lot of books with kids and just observed them and, and watched their patterns and behaviors. So the question arises, how can we resolve that very issue in our own writing so that we can hook readers early on with a sense of urgency that requires their mental attention to full alert? You know? The best thing I can think of is when we start off with some good old conflict from the get-go, like right out the gate, internal or external conflict will do. You know, maybe our character needs an identity crisis or our character is right in the middle of one of the most important conversations of their life. Maybe there, there's a breakdown. Maybe our character needs to form a life-changing decision quickly. Maybe our character notices something but changes everything. You know, we can handle the backstory with the flashbacks, the dreams, the memories. We don't start a story on the day they were born in the hospital. (laughs) We know that. I mean, we can build character as we go. But if we don't hook that reader, there is no character to discover later because they will do the one-chapter rule or even less than that, and they'll put the mess down before even giving us a chance. So young adults that I've taught over the years i've noticed that they are developing a quicker attention span and you just don't know how this technology age has truly changed the reading experiences of our youth i just and i can find research to prove that you know that this is the case but i'm talking about from personal experience here many of the students that i have taught over the years they'll grab a book off the shelves just haphazard just they'll go in they'll just pull because they have to Because I make them do 20 minutes of silent, sustained reading. We do Book Love by Penny Kittle. And at the very beginning of that process, I watch them. They have no reader identity. So they'll start in with this lowered expectation that this book isn't going to get under their skin or relate to them in any way possible. They abandon books. Like a quick trauma grow in a gunfight. I'm serious, y'all. It's that fast. It is that quick. So within those first few pages, we have to make them wonder or question or get that eyebrow raised in a way that makes them consider the book in their hands as a worthy opponent against the screens we are competing with. You don't know the joy it is as a teacher when I call time for our silent, sustained reading period, and a kid says, can you just give us two more minutes? Y'all, that is like... Pure Tea, Heavenly Choir, Angel, Music. And then I record that book down, and then they pitch that book, and then that book starts circulating in a room. Well, there's a reason why that book did that. It started with conflict, whether it was an internal or external struggle. It's something to consider. In fact, let's test the waters. So grab a bunch of books from your shelves. That can be one way. But I want to make you have a fun adventure in the library. I want to challenge you to go to your local library because you've got a plethora of trials at your fingertips. Just open up the first three pages. Please no more than that. Take your journal with you. Because even though it is sad to say, the reality is that sometimes the first three pages are as far as some of our audiences get with a book before they just shut down. Now ask yourself these five questions. So go ahead and transcribe these questions in your journal. The first one, how does the opening start? See if it's an internal or an external conflict or just a combination of both of them. Number two, what is pleasing to the reader or what grabs the attention? Is it the conversation, the description, something about that character? Number three, if you could have five minutes with that author about their first three pages, what would your conversation sound like? Write it down. Number four, how can you approve upon the techniques they used? Or is it just brilliant? (laughs) Number five, which emotional meter did you register at? So here's your options. You're either going to have the loved it immediately, the not sure about this, or the boring. Now, based on my experience working with high schools, um, students, it's usually one extreme or the other. It's usually these three responses. I receive them all the time when I conference students with them uh, as they read. So your author challenge. Do that. And then, if you would like, take it even further. Grab a few random librarians. I would ask you to seek out patrons and try for your own market audience if you can. I mean, you can even recruit your family or friends to do this if you don't want to approach strangers. Especially if you have readers in your family that are your market audience. Just go do a road trip. Grab all your cousins. y'all. And then go out for coffee afterwards and talk about the experience. But I think the stranger challenge could be fun too. Um, Explain to them that you're doing an author research experiment or that you're doing an author project and you need their input. And test those same questions out on them. And then as you're listening back, what did you discover from those readers? What were their preferences? Catalog them in your notes for future reference. Build you a little a journal section about this. Share it on the blog and tell me what you discover. I know that this work we live in can be what we make of it. You know, we have to be active, connect, and communicate in order to step out of our own ways of looking at a novel or story. We have to see the market trends the capturing of hearts and minds, the audience response, or release least the purpose of who we're writing for. Give it a shot. I dare you. My son and I uh, are going out today on an errand and we're going to do it. I'm doing this journey right along with you. I think this is just a brilliant idea. So um, I'm going to share with you what I've discovered through these five questions. Let's read together a Bible verse found in Matthew 5, 9. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. Dear Heavenly Father, let us find the perfect way to begin our novel. Give us the courage and the strength to get out of our comfort zone and to go out and communicate with others about books. Then give us the words that we are meant to say. Let it be a repeating from your spirit, God. When the conflict arises, Lord, let us give our characters the solutions that would bring empowerment and change to the lives of our readers. Let them learn from the mistakes of the characters. Let them apply the instruction to their own lives. Let the writing that we do count. Let our readers become the peacemakers and serve you, Lord. Let our writing be to glorify you. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So write something inspiring today and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. Have a blessed day.